the emotions that you face when you leave a job or when you lose a job, nobody has prepared you for. There are so many freaking emotions that you're going to live through. Do you know what they are? Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a good day. Coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios. But I do want to give you a good warning up front that this conversation that I'm going to have and I'm going to share with you today is laden with emotions. And so if you're sitting here saying, hey, emotions aren't something that I want to talk about, albeit it's probably not the right episode for you, but I want you to think about something. If you've been at a job for a while, if you're thinking that you're going to get asked to leave a job or you've been working on a project for some huge amount of time, this is going to be the episode that you really want to tie into and listen to about emotions. Okay. Now I'm giving you fair warning because, you know, sometimes people will say, Hey, I don't want to have this conversation or uh, people will say, these aren't the things that everybody talks about in sales. And I'm like, I'm going to raise my hand and say, guess what? I'm going to. And very rarely have I seen content out there about what salespeople go through when they sell. I see like, here, you know, say this and close a deal or, oh, do this in your presentation. But what I don't see a lot of is like, hey, at the end of the day, when this goes down, this is what you need to expect emotionally and physically. So today's episode is dedicated to anybody who's ever been at a job for a long time, whoever's been at a job for a long time and got fired or whoever's worked on a project and put you know, blood, sweat, and tears into it only to lose it. And I will warn you that what you go through is an emotional roller coaster. It is a tsunami of feelings. It's not just like one feeling. I'm going to warn you, it's all of them, every single one of them. You go through every emotion from from uh, rejection. And the closest thing that I could think of that is going to be even similar, this is a bad breakup or the loss of a family member. You dated somebody for a while, they were the love of your life, and boom, they're gone. You were married to somebody, something happened, the relationship didn't work out, they're gone. You had a family member or friend that you loved greatly, they're gone. And the thing to remember is grief is weird, and it's real, and you got to prepare for it. And what I have to share with you is, The only way you can prepare for it is by having the conversations and being aware that you're not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person. And when I say that, there's a a reason why I do. Because the moment that I was able to realize that I don't have to be masculine about everything and I don't have to play everything off and be a perfect person, meaning that I do no wrong and I can't ask for help, the easier it was for me to go to somebody and say, hey, look, here's why I'm struggling Does anybody happen to have a roadmap? Does anybody have a cheat code? Is there something you could do that's going to help me realize where I'm at and what I can do? And the preparation for you is 
being willing to say, I am going through something weird and I don't know what it is and I don't know how to fix it. And what will happen is you'll you'll have problems that you go through in your life and you're going to feel like, why am I going through these? I shouldn't. I shouldn't be going through these feelings. I shouldn't be going through these emotions, but I am. And I don't understand why. And I've got angst and I've got problems. And the damage here is that you take it out on the loved ones around you. The damage here is you take it out on yourself. And here's what's going to happen is, let's say that you you leave a job and you've put in a bunch of time. And it's going to feel like everything is right. And then everything's going to feel like it's wrong. And then everything's going to feel like it's right. And then it's going to feel like it's wrong. And there are some complications here. So let's start with this. The formula for rejection is time, effort, energy, and money. So if you put in time, you know, uh, years, effort, lots of work, energy, extra days, extra hours, extra study, and money, either money you've made or money you've left on the table, you have the ability to be rejected. Now, if you really want to complicate things, you start adding and tying time, effort, energy, and money together. That's how you're going to know that you're in for a really big bout of rejection. To, to put another layer on this is how you were treated at the job or with the people that you were around. Now, if it was an abusive relationship, then by all means, it's going to be even worse. And so I look at relationships this way. A personal relationship can be either significant or abusive. A business relationship could be significant or abusive. And so it could go either way. And when I say significant, there's a lot of love, there's a lot of hope. And why I say that is because when there's abusive things that happen, it makes me, when I've gone through it, feel insecure. And I can promise you, it'll make you feel insecure. So there is a whole spectrum of feelings and emotions that you're going to go through. And I'm just going to give you a short list of them. You can plot as many of these as you want along a row, along a pendulum. So let's let's start with this. Let's say that something happens and you quit the job that you're at. You were fired or a long-term deal just doesn't work out. Well, one of the first emotions that you may go through is a loss of hope, distress. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know who I'm going to talk to. I don't know which direction to take. And then it goes to anger. I'm mad. I put in time. I put in effort. I put in energy. And I was disrespected. And then frustration. You know, I just, I can't believe this happened. And then after that, it's going to be loneliness. I'm I'm the only person who knows how to talk about this. Nobody else has been in this situation. I don't know who to talk to. If I do talk to somebody, are they going to say that I'm not a good person? And if I do tell them what's really going on, are they going to look bad upon me? Are they going to are they going to tell me that I'm insignificant or I'm just being silly? And then there's glee. Oh my goodness, I don't have to put up with Karen in accounting, and I don't have to put up with Bob in the office, and I don't have to put up with the general manager. And then there's happiness. There's so much stuff on the horizon. And then there's excitement. Yes, I am out of there. These people can kiss it. They can. I'm going to edit this a lot because, uh, you know, for my for my rating. But these emotions that you go through, you could go through that in an hour. You can go through that in, in a minute. And even if you've done really well where you're at, and even like you've broken all sorts of awards, you know, you've made all sorts of money, there's still a feeling of loss because you put in time, effort, energy, or there was money involved. And walking away. Like, did I do the right thing? Could I have stayed longer? Was it me? Was it my fault? You start questioning all these things to yourself. What caused it? How come? 
you know, and then you start looking back and you're like, oh, you know what happened? And then in your mind, your mind could be playing tricks on you. This happened, then that happened, and these two people conspired against me, then this group conspired against me. And then you go into conspiracy theory stage. This is everybody else's fault. I had nothing to do with it. And then you go back through the whole emotional pendulum again. Loss of hope, anger, frustration, loneliness, glee, happiness, excitement. Did I make the right decision? Is there anything I could have done differently? Was it me? Should I have seen the warning flags? Should I have left sooner? You know, I I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And then here's what is really weird about grief is grief will get you to cry for no reason. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you a real life example. On uh, May 9th, 2017, got a phone call from my sister and said, Hey, you know, dad's on the floor. We can't revive him. And so I lost my dad. And I I talk to my dad every day at 10 o'clock in the morning. And there's times where I'll just be driving down the road. I'll be in my office and it hits 10 o'clock and I just start crying. Like there's no controlling. It just happens. It's just grief. Grief is weird. Nobody prepares you for it. You know, if you've had a loss of somebody in your family or uh, a loss of a relationship, I promise you it's the only thing that you can you can compare it to it. You know, you lose a parent, you lose a brother, you lose a kid, you lose a sister. You know, you lose something, a grandparent, an uncle, an aunt, you know, a, a neighbor that you really cared about, uh, somebody you were in love with. And people just don't prepare you for grief. It's not something that everybody talks about. So what I want to do is I want to give you some tools and I want to be able to help you go through this. And so for the first thing is you're you're not alone. There's somebody out there that you can talk to, a clergy member, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, you know, somebody at work. You could pay somebody. And if you don't have money, you could trade somebody. Like if it was me right now and I was going through the stages of grief and I didn't have money to pay a therapist or a psychologist or somebody to just get off my chest, I would see like, can I do some yard work for you? Can I clean up your yard for an entire day? I just got to get this off my chest. I just have to get it out. And I didn't understand the power of getting things off your chest emotionally uh, until I went through a really bad breakup in 2009. And when I say bad, I mean really bad. And, you know, uh, I held it in because of shame I didn't want to tell anybody the the details of the breakup because I thought I would have been a lesser man. I thought that I would have been judged. And had I would have looked around and, and said, hey, look, I need to find somebody sooner, I would have been able to get out of the funk faster. I was in the in the fog. I was in the the funk. I was I was going through all sorts of emotional problems. So the sooner you can get a therapist the better off you are. Now, I, I got to give you the warning. I'm not in a doctor. I'm not a doctor and I'm not giving you doctorly advice. You know, you should always seek out medical advice from a medical professional. Like I'm scared of blood needles, so I couldn't go to medical school. But there are a lot of things that I can share with you from doing ride-alongs with all sorts of salespeople in different industries. And here's the thing. When I ride with somebody, the companies that pay me and schedule this or the entrepreneurs or the salespeople, there, there's a, a 72 hour window. So I will ride with the salesperson for 72 hours. So it might be three days, eight hours, but there's this magical thing that happens and it's typically on day two. And that's usually when the salesperson realizes that I'm there to help them and that I'm there to give them what they need as tools and resources. And it's usually just before lunch that the salesperson will look at me and they'll say, hey, can I ask you a question? 
And I said, yeah, of course, what's the question? And it's usually something related about rejection. Time, effort, and energy, and money always come up. They always do. It's just the way that it is. I mean, if I could just you know, put it down on a cheat sheet, and every time that I work with somebody, I'm like, time, effort, energy, when's a rejection conversation to come up with? And this is the one thing that holds salespeople up from getting back and closing on deals. And the best salespeople are able to you know, stow it away for a while, and then it comes back to get them later on. So like you're thinking hey, that's the best salesperson I've ever seen and they're infallible and nothing's ever going to happen to them. Well, then they realize, I got to have the conversation. I got to go talk to somebody. And what makes them the best is the willingness to be vulnerable. And I want to give you a very stern warning and I want you to write down the word trust and circle it and put stars next to it. Whoever you talk to, you have to trust them. In the depths of my despair in 2008, 2009, from a bad breakup, I confided in the wrong person. I thought somebody was my friend. And this person set out to destroy my life. So I want to let you know that if you're going to go down this path, that somebody that you trust is absolutely imperative. And then here's the thing. You're going to have to be willing to see the stages for what they are because I had a friend recently go through this and I warned her. I said, look, I've been through this before and I want to give you fair warning. You are going to go through stages of grief from losing a job, you know, for whatever reason, whether you walk away, whether they ask you to leave, whatever the situation is, you're going to go through these stages and it's normal. If you go through it, call me reach out, we'll have a conversation. So, you know, one of the best things that you could do right now is you can set up a game plan and say, hey, look, if I'm leaving a job or I think that I'm going to get fired, who's a list of people that I could talk to about it? Where is that that team that I could have? And I will let you know, uh, my friend, because of situations, left and reached out to me and said, Scott, I would have never realized that leaving a job made me go through the stages of grief, and I was prepared because you had this conversation. And I really do want to see you succeed. I really do want to see you find the best of what you can when it comes to closing deals and make things happen. But I also want to be real with you and have you be aware that every rise has a fall, and every fall has a rise. So if you're at a job right now, and let's say you've been there for 10 years, let's say you've been there for 15 or 20 years, all good things come to an end. You don't know what is going to happen in the economy. You don't know what's going to happen in a business. You don't know what's going to happen with finances. And there's going to be a day where you wake up and the bottom will fall out. You're going to get asked to leave or you're going to decide to leave. And I really do want you to be prepared about what you go through emotionally. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo. Mahalo.